This is Gilbert Arenas talking to Lakers assistant coach Phil Handy. Take a listen. I can look at his game and say he doesn't understand basketball yet. He plays the sport. He won a championship. Cool. He doesn't really understand how to be great, how to be better, how to train his body. Like, you know, I'm looking at the stats. Oh, playing 32 minutes, 34 minutes, 30. You, I'm sorry, but to be here, you have to train your body to at least 38 minutes and above. Mm. Like LeBron played 37 minutes at 37. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole thing. Like, just, that's a whole thing. Iverson was playing 43 minutes. Here we go, yo. All right, so a true five, six, seven minute pod. I cannot sleep. I've been working on straight up been really busy, but been working on kind of the basketball project, kind of 10 minutes, 20 minutes a day. That's been coming along quite lovely. And at a certain point, maybe I'll have a trailer for you or maybe we'll play some stuff exclusively to the pod here. But, but the arenas, the arenas thing came up. Everyone's heard it. And here's the thing, man. Like, I'm not here to really tell people why to be mad. And I'm certainly not here to tell people not to be mad. But I think, like, you ever have a conversation with your significant other or your wife or just some somebody at a party or just whatever else. And it's clear that, like, the hot take they want to get off is just the take they want to get off. And you're like, that's not really what I'm talking about. <sighs> So many people whose opinion I respect are still going down this kind of nationalism thing with the Giannis Arenas thing. Like, make me understand, I guess, is what I would say. Like, what's... <laughs> it? I feel like you guys just want to have these nationalism America takes. Like, who's, who's the pro... Who's the really nationalistic, proud-to-be-an-American NBA player? Who's the guy who's like, man, I love Giannis so much, but I just, man, he's not American. I can't get to, like, were we throwing that on Kevin Love? Like, who who are we throwing that one on? Is there is there any prominent all-star or sub-all-star that talks about America that much? They were like, can all just say it's about America? <laughs> it's about him being a foreigner? Um... So I don't like I don't get that one. Like we did this thing a year, year and a half ago, where people, people, like people want to, like I get like people why people want to do the immigrant immigrant experience thing with Giannis because that's part of what he's selling and that's like like an awesome story. But I just feel like people want to talk about that. It, that. That has and and so here's the thing. Here's the problem with all of this, right? Actually, I I jotted this down. So this is gonna be five minutes, but I jotted this down. So it's actually. If you would like it, I wouldn't expect anybody to really be feeling all of these, but just now in the last five minutes, I jotted down on the back of this piece of paper 10 reasons, looks like 11, the 11 reasons that people actually hate Giannis. Of course, there's some overlap. You want a professional podcaster, listen to a professional podcaster. Here are the 11 reasons that people actually actively and continue to stupidly, or in some cases, rationally hate on Giannis Antetokounmpo. Number one. Oh, and by the way, these are in no particular order. Uh, number one is envy. 
who were we talking to about this? Maybe this is back channel. We we're talking about yes, every conversation in this podcast starts with nerds don't understand. Not even nerds. I don't think people who haven't played basketball on any level properly appreciate the sort of level and envy. Actually, I do want to put this in one of the videos at some point. Just kind of, you know, you're in middle school, you're in junior high, you go into high school, and just sort of the envy you have for people who, like I could always jump really, pretty really high. I, I didn't, I had hands just kind of on the fringe of kind of palming. I could palm if I wedged it into my hands right, but I couldn't casually palm. So I was even envious of people with like big hands because I can think of the name of the guy right now. I'm like, he, he could kind of dunk at that kind of 50, 50 to 60 degree angle. He could just kind of hold the ball diagonally and dunk, and I had to really get momentum. At a certain point, I could dunk um, cuffing the ball. Um, but like, so there's envy and all these kind of things. Cause like, if you can dunk in high school, like you're the man, right? And so, but for highly skilled kind of six feet, six feet and under six one kind of players, there's a great degree of just kind of casual envy that goes for people who are long and not talented. So I don't mean like the Paul George kind of McGrady kind of great at everything fluid kind of players. But like like Chet Holmgren is actually check Chet Holmgren, I guess, out for the year. An interesting dividing line between Hoopers and nerds is actually this kind of idea that like I, I think there's a pretty big nerd contingent that does don't know that it's kind of nobody actually wants a bunch of Creta players running in the NBA like if Sean Bradley and Chet Holmgren and all these kind of guys are running around like like Godzilla versus you know Plastic Man uh, that that's I want variety in most things in life, and I want variety in the level of basketball. So I want kind of stocky Tim Hardaway guards, and I want wispy Steve Nash guards, and I want kind of perfectly balanced players, and you want your kind of LeBron players. You want your freaks. You want your freaks with your technical players and on all kind of mixing. You want all sorts of – you want variety, right? I don't want like Manu Bowl and Manu Bowl's kit and all that kind of stuff. That's that's fun as a freak show within reason but like there's been a lot of discourse throughout the years about wouldn't it be great if it's great if they're you know look at this lineup everybody six eight or above your mileage may vary on that but i don't that's not that goes against my sense of envy of those kind of guys and i think a sizable amount of the population knows what i'm talking about right um and of course this goes back to so also why do people specifically hate on Giannis? well it's the big man like Shaq was the most popular big man of his era, and Giannis is kind of getting there in, in his era. But people do not like the big man, going back to Wilt and Kareem and all these kind of guys. Some of these guys are kind of surly, or they tried to have the big personality to be gentle giants. But it's a lot of people hate. Number one, envy. People don't like the big man. That looked like I was talking for about three minutes. All right, 27-minute uh, pot. 27-minute pot. <laughs> So a lot of people hate number one envy, number two skill, and let's just keep it real. Let's just keep it real. Now again, this is why people generally hate. Gilbert Arenas is a moron. I'm sure I wrote that somewhere. Gilbert Arenas is an idiot. But like I didn't give him a platform. He has a platform, right? So but so this is just what people generally say. The skill thing is still a thing. 
the skill thing will continue to be a thing. Um, but here's the epiphany that I had, and I was already biased toward this toward this way of thinking, and I think I ended up being right. We had that two game uh, two game stretch back end of the play back end of the year. I want to say March doesn't really matter what it was. You remember we played the Nets and then we played the Sixers, and I don't remember if we played the Nets and it was back to back with the Sixers, but we won both games, whatever that was. And one of the games, Giannis goes uh, hits a step back three pointer, and it was a clutch shot, the kind of shot he doesn't take, mostly because we're always forcing it to number twenty two. But just it, it was it was a foundational moment for him hitting a big shot, and I think it was. In my head, it was like we were down three, and he hit that just to tie, and then we won in overtime. Does that sound right? Whatever it was. And everybody, the Hooper contingent, every massive applause. Like, I remember, like, Paul Pierce was praising him. Everybody's praising him, like, all those kind of guys. Because that's what you want to see. That's what I wanted to see. That's why that was a special moment. That's why if you're a Bucks fan, you remember that moment. So on some level, the lack of skill of these kind of things comes up because there's a kind of way that people want him to play. And people want him not to play like Jason Tatum, but people like, I don't want to get into the whole bad conversation, but it's not all stupid, right? It's not all stupid. We've watched him for eight years wondering why he doesn't go to the hook shot or why he shoots the hook shot weird. So that's true. And people can see it. And again, all these conversations have to do with people saying something that has a shred of truth so they can motivate the people who always already want to be haters anyway, right? So if you say that dude doesn't have any bag. All the casuals are going to be like, yeah, he's got a point because I'm a basketball, whatever you want to call me. And yes, there, of course there's a point. Of course there's a point to it. That So we will say at least there is a skill problem with him. And that skill problem is part of the reason we didn't beat the Celtics game six and seven. But it's certainly hating. And it certainly also has to do with the contingent of Celtics, big Celtics, big East Coast medium that's going to look at this kind of stuff because he's the eastern eastern obstacle but number two skill number three we're big time now man what they got to talk about something like you wanted to wear the crown we had the crown for a year we've been in the zeitgeist for five some years we've been an it team for four or five years it is what it is they got to talk about something right like, we can criticize the state of NBA media all we want, and I certainly do. But, you know, you you want to get talk like the Lakers, look how they talk about LeBron. Far be it for me to defend LeBron, but this, you, we're in the big time now. Number four. Well, let's talk about arenas now. I mean, look. <laughs> I think we talked about this in relation to Jennings. I don't know how many people who were younger remember... That Big Dog and Weber and Derek Coleman and Kenny Anderson, all these guys, whether they ended up having okay careers, were all part of this kind of lost generation. Now, Arenas is a slightly different thing, but all those dudes got too much money too quick. They didn't particularly care about winning, and it just kind of, the whole thing kind of snowballed. And some of them, like Penny, just got hurt, and it was nobody's fault. But yeah, Gilbert Arenas is an idiot. I mean... He always has been, and and, and it, it's funny. I think the whenever this story popped off, I feel like it's always kind of interesting to me. So if his blind spot, his his soft spot, his soft belly, 
is the gun incident, right? Um, the gun incident is, it's just like if, you, if, if guys are, you know, playing, quote unquote, playing the dozens, you know, ribbing on each other. Like, you know, you know, the go to thing that's that's your buddy's weakness. But I feel like not enough of NBA media or like randos on Twitter even know enough about NBA history to know what Gilbert Arenas is actually famous for. So the people who are just the reclick merchants on Bucks Twitter <laughs> did the thing that they always do, which I guess I'm just getting. I don't know why I'm getting more and more annoyed by this every time I see it. Like uh, there, there's good jokes to be made here. There's good stuff, but people either like showed some highlight of Giannis dunking on somebody and being like yeah no skill or or did some statistical breakdown you know some some statistical thing where Giannis is a top 10 player of all time looking at age 26 27 and you know like that's not what you do like like Gilbert (laughs) Green has bought four guns to a locker room and told a guy pick one at an escalation it just kind of shows like again this kind of why the nba is like great and terrible like this it was a funny story because no one got shot but i don't even feel like people knew this about like gilbert arenas is an idiot right but like all of these guys are all these guys are clown and i say this like somewhat affectionately like captain jack jennings perk all of these guys who have platforms or don't have platforms these are just dudes and like like keeping it like I kind of miss um, back home, or not even back home, but when I was in Phoenix, I miss kind of all my knucklehead friends where you just have loud dude arguments about the NBA or what's going on or football or whatever else, and just whoever's loudest, like yelling so loud at each other. Like the, the height of this is when we were also in a basketball league, so we're yelling at each other for the basketball league and yelling at each other over, is Kobe better than Wade or whatever? And... This is how dumb guys argue. Like, I'm a dumb guy. Like, I miss it. Like, I miss all those, you know, the Super Bowl parties and all this kind of stuff like that. But, like, like when guys talk to other guys, they don't, it, it don't really have to make sense. And so, to whatever degree, like, I, he's just a clown. He's just a clown. And all the clowns are back. And there's sort of, like, an implied credibility to certain media spaces. Like, he has, like... That J.J. Reddick space, that space Draymond trying to take it, but these are all clients. Let's bring us to number five. It's new media, right? It's new media. Everybody wants to be on the right side of history. None of these Caucasians are going to feel super comfortable criticizing any of these African Americans. And so it just kind of slides, right? Maybe there's a job available at some point. They want to be on the right side of history, and it's all these people talking. They just let them talk, right? They just let them talk. So, again... This is why the attacks on Arenas were not generally personal, right? Because it's still sort of funny. And which goes back to maybe if you're conspiracy minded, why why people might think, well, they don't care if people like talk bad on Giannis because they don't like Giannis like that. I don't know. Maybe. But it's kind of like, I mean, the Arenas thing wasn't exactly OJ, but like it's a pretty serious thing. Like. I think you'd be accused of being kind of insensitive if you go too hard on Gilbert Arenas. He just gets to be like an idiot that everybody's supposed to know it, but I guess nobody's supposed to say it. So that's that's part of it too. Just just this situation. Maybe that doesn't maybe I'm breaking my own rules on the seven, but whatever, right? So new media. Number six, um People don't like Giannis because people intrinsically 
understand that the rules changes are unfair. The flopping that he does not take part in is unfair. Um, so that's not specifically on Giannis, but the Harton stuff, the flopping stuff, the Marcus Smart stuff, the Lowry stuff, all of that is part of Adam Silver's poor stewardship, right? And so I think the media was too stupid. Like, I, and again, you tell me, leave a message or leave a message in the comments if you actually disagree with this. When they were doing this thing five years ago where they're like, he only took two steps past half court, isn't that awesome? That leaves a lot of people, including me, cold. That's not really cool. That's uh, an unfair kind of stretching the limits of the game. So as much as he's personally likable, like he ends up being emblematic of the Harton thing in a different kind of way. And that that's, again, that's one-tenth of it. But that, that the rules changes affecting his dominance, which, is, which also goes to just the floor being spread, which has affected LeBron and everybody else's ability to penetrate if everybody's guarding the perimeter and then you just start just start gather the ball in your in, in the crook of your elbow and just start charging at the hoop that's not really basketball number seven people are jealous because it doesn't seem like he's leaving milwaukee um Anthony Davis is a contemptible kind of player, and Zion, you know, doesn't seem to be taking his fitness seriously and all that kind of stuff. But all those stories go away. Like, it's a really bad story until they finally steal the dude up from under whatever market. But again, ultimately, those are players that, like Lakers fans or whoever else or Celtics fans, they're going to have to like him real soon. Like, Celtics fans would have been all about Anthony Davis when they were trying to steal him for those years. So... Giannis is a target because it doesn't seem like he's going to leave. And so people don't have to front in the same kind of way they do for other people. Like Lillard or just whoever else they think eventually they'll get out of that market. And so they, they're jealous on that part. Um, number eight. Well, the, the game is soft. Again, this doesn't go against Giannis, but like, so again, if you're looking for some reason to criticize basketball and basketball players, and again, this is something I think people see when it's on, but I think it's something that people feel when they watch an old basketball game and just see how stuff is different. Not that modern, like modern basketball is just the worst, but if you're talking about the warts of the game in any era, like the game is soft, like Harton is soft, all that stuff is soft, all the flopping is soft, all the reviews to see if somebody like karate chopped your bicep too hard and all the stoppages and flagrant ones and flagrant twos, it's all soft, right? It's all soft. And because it's soft now, and because the game is less casually physical, well, you can't say that the game is soft. You have to say, little Mr. Run and Dunk is knocking everybody over. Like, there's some truth to that. But the truth is, again, we're talking about the general conversation. So the conversation sometimes starts with the media. Sometimes the conversation starts on Twitter. Sometimes it starts with these satellite dudes. But nobody really wants to say the game is soft. And when people say the game is soft, they're really all. Then we go back to it's like two extremes of a pendulum. And then we start talking about the 90s Pistons, right? And the Riley Knicks. But the game is casually soft. It's casually not physical in a way that isn't just about like not, not, not knocking a dude out of the sky. The game is casually soft, especially as regular season soft. And so there is a backlash to the guy who's taking advantage of the softness of the game by like one, two stepping and dunking on your head. Number nine, Milwaukee's poor branding and positioning. If Milwaukee seemed like a better brand, Milwaukee would seem like less 
I think it would seem like a better destination if we did better with our uniforms, if we did better with our branding and our positioning. Like if the Pistons all of a sudden come right back, the Pistons will be seen as one of the great franchises. Again, same with the Bulls or a lot of other teams in our division, but the Bucks just continue to feel differently. And again, so it, it makes him less consequential. Number 10, this is one that people actually do tend to say a little bit, and there is some truth to it. I, but again, it, it gets tied in this, oh, he's not from America. But people do say, and I think this is accurate, he doesn't have these connections through AAU. But the point that I would make more is it's the agency stuff, it's the clutch stuff, his Greek agent, his representation is not. So if you want to talk about something not being American, as far as I can tell, his representation and I mean, it's obviously not clutch and it's not um, these other houses, but it that there is something to that part of it that he doesn't play the game behind the game the same kind of way as these other guys. And I didn't even write this down. Um, a lot of people hate Giannis, so we'll make this uh, 10.5. You know, look, the fake humble stuff. I love it, but he he knows that people like it, so he keeps saying it. The, 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 the dad jokes... The don't call me MVP. Obviously, I don't even think this is 10% of it, but that is part of it. And we're going to hang up the phone right now. Number 11. We'll make, we'll make, we'll add another one. It's the internet, man. End of the day, I don't actually think Arenas believes this either. He's playing an internet. He, he's like a boxing fight. He's hyping up a fight. Right. He, he I think he's in his stupid kind of way savvy about what gets clicks, which goes back to the original point about this just now becoming how the sausage is made with all this kind of stuff. So, you know, you can talk about Luca. Maybe that'll get some movement. There's certain people you can talk about, but you're like Giannis matters. And so people are going to eat off his name. And so you want your kind of side podcast internet show to keep blowing up keep saying crazy stuff and i think ultimately this will probably backfire on arenas because it's you're just losing credibility on this stuff you're going to be forced to make consistently more and more ridiculous arguments but i think he's doing this on purpose i don't think he's that dumb and the tell is the minutes thing that doesn't make any sense but arenas again is a guy with a degree like not a lot of personal charisma but you can say he has enough personal charisma that I just think he, I think he thinks he's more charming than he is. But again, he's a dude, man. Dudes just say stuff. I don't know a million guys just like Arenas, and he's just saying stuff. It doesn't have to make sense. He's just enjoying saying something loud. But I do think on some level he knows what he's doing. I think I pulled some clips before this stuff blew up for his stuff about the 90s. He's got a lot of stuff to say about 90s players or this and that. Like all of these guys, Reddick, all these guys are identifying what is the thing that's going to really make 50% of people happy and 50% of people mad. And they're just saying it. So they're no better than Cowherd or anybody else. But they're they're on that template. They're jumping on all these networks and that's what they're doing. So what did I leave out? I'm going to bed. But those are the 10, 11, 12 reasons that people are hating on Giannis that has nothing to do with the fact that they just love America so much. Good night. He won a championship. Cool.
championship. Cool. He plays the sport. Cool. Iverson was playing 43 minutes. Cool. I'm older now. I've pointed guns at teammates before. Cool. What is that? Is that the gun from Harlem's Night? Cool. He won a championship. Cool. Kids team, yeah. So it was, it was like a frat house. Well, yeah. There was a lot of pranks, and then you know, pranks went too far. It was like a frat house. It was like a frat house. Cool. It was like a frat house. Cool. I've pointed guns at teammates before. He doesn't really understand how to be great. I've pointed guns at teammates before. He doesn't really understand how to be great. He won a championship. Cool. I can look at his game and say, he doesn't understand basketball yet. He plays the sport. I can look at his game and say, he doesn't understand basketball yet. Cool. He won a championship. Cool. He doesn't really understand how to win guns at teammates before. He doesn't I really look at his game and say how he doesn't understand basketball. There's so many stories I got from, from those Washington days. It was so much fun, but looking back on it, oh my goodness. It was so unprofessional. <laughs> who was the leader of that team? <laughs> the leader? Who was the... Who oh, was no, 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 no. I was already on the way out. Yeah, <laughs>